You're listening to Women Making Waves. What I like about this next interview, Linda, when you spoke to Courtney, is she is very, very modest, but also she's done quite a bit on such a young age. Yes, yes, she, she's lovely. Courtney Grinham. Um, she started out as a hairdresser. You, you'll find the story very interesting. And she's now the managing director of a fairly large organisation. And what this organisation does, interestingly, is get people into work. And it's the kind of people that maybe would struggle to get into work. So they organise training for them, they build up the confidence and they get them out into the workplace. Uh, but I, what I love about it as well, though, and we can allow a little bit of taster here, is that she started off as a temp, didn't she, all those she years did. ago? She started off as a temp in this business and now she's running the business. This is a really good story. If you're kind of thinking, I couldn't do it, I can't, you listen to the story. So we'll be listening now to Courtney Grinham talking to Linda Ness. somebody with a learning difficulty or disability a lot of people just brand them as naughty children and Mm -hmm. that's the exact opposite of what they are they just need to be worked with very differently Courtney Grinham is Managing Director of the Consultancy Home Counties Limited, a company which mentors and supports young people who are at risk of becoming NEAT which stands for Not in Employment, Education or Training. The Consultancy Home Counties, or TCHC, have recently been given funding of £2.1 million from the European Social Fund and Education and Skills Funding Agency. Courtney, it's nice of you to come in today. Thank you very much. Thank you. Tell me a bit about your background. How did you get into this to begin with? Are you in education or something? No, not at all, actually quite the opposite really. When I was younger I always knew I wanted to be a hairdresser. As soon as I left school, prior to even getting my GCSE results, I went to do an apprenticeship in a Mayfair hair colour salon and did my apprenticeship there and then qualified there, worked there, decided I wanted to travel but still wanted to do hairdressing so I went to work on a cruise ship. On that cruise ship it was very hard work Oh yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, you'd be surprised. Really? Sixteen hour days. They <laughs> really? don't Yeah, they don't tell you all of that. Did you not get shore you. leave and things like that? Yeah, but not as much as you'd think. Um <laughs> and because of that, because I was predominantly used to doing colour rather than blow drying, I got tendonitis in my wrists. So had to leave the ship early after six months. Came back to England and then started working at TCHC. I was only supposed to be there for a couple of weeks while I went to see um, a hand specialist to see what they could do about my hands to see if you know I could go back to hairdressing and loved it. Really? So I started at TCHC and I was working in our, what we call our gateway department. So gateway is the inbound and outbound calls basically so bookings, telesales, that kind of thing. And I never left. So tell us a bit about TCHC then. What okay. does it do? What doesn't it do? <laughs> so <laughs> when I first started, we were predominantly a, I suppose, a, a, a brokerage service. And we've now developed and started becoming a, a training provider, really. So we are now an accredited training provider and we deliver a huge range of qualifications and accredited and non-accredited from, I suppose, 15 up really Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so we have a huge amount of different contracts really working with 15 year olds up to 65 year olds you know it's there's no age limit to it so 
we do apprenticeships, we have our new NEETS contract, which is not in education, employment or training. And really that's working with 15 to 24 year olds in this area. So we have different contracts in different areas. It's quite a large area that we cover. But for the new, what they call CPCA, which is Cambridgeshire Peterborough Combined Authority, that's for people who are NEAT, 15 to 24, and it's all about getting them further in their lives. So it's about understanding where they're at now, what they need to achieve to be able to get them into education, employment or training. Mm-hmm. So it really is getting them qualifications. Maths and English is a huge one. A lot yeah. of our young people and adults that we work with don't have any maths or English qualifications. And also there are people that don't necessarily want to work for somebody. So we also do business startup courses as well and help people start their own businesses. And are these kids, when, when you're talking about the young people, yeah. I know you're talking about all age groups, but for the youngsters, mm-hmm. are these people that have kind of dropped out of the educational system a little bit? Yes. So predominantly the, the needs that we work with may have no qualifications at all. They may have no GCSEs or they may just have a few. Sometimes they've had a bit of a tricky education. Mm -hmm. The schools and colleges, let's say they're not quite ready for that. Conforming to mainstream education is difficult for a lot of these people um, for for a variety of reasons. They could have been homeschooled, they could be in care, they could be looked after child. You know, we could be working with probation services, so they could be on probation or have been in some form of young offenders or adult prison, but it really is about getting them the education that they weren't necessarily able to get for a huge variety of reasons. And school refusers potentially as well, the the kids that maybe have anxiety or something like that and can't cope. That's predominantly, I'd say, a a huge range of, of all of our learners really have some form of mental health issues, whether it be very low level on just mild anxiety to quite severe not being able to leave their house that kind of thing so a lot Mm -hmm. of it is about getting small steps to move them out of their homes and into some form of education how do they come to you is there a system for getting them to you it varies so we work with local authorities um, and we work with other referring agencies a lot of it is word word of mouth Mm -hmm. so we do need to raise awareness more of these contracts that we have people just don't realize the vast support and help that they can actually get outside of what you would just assume would be a school or a college Mm -hmm. a lot of people don't understand or have the knowledge of private training providers that have these kind of contracts to be able to support people. Yes, you'd expect it to cost a fortune, wouldn't you, really? Yeah, and obviously we, we have commercial courses, but they're predominantly the work that we do can be funded. So we have a variety of different funding pots. We would always try and make sure that whatever course or something that someone wanted to go on was funded for them. Yeah, that sounds excellent, actually. The people that work there, the people that work with you in the organisation... That must be quite a tricky thing for them to do. How do you train these people or find these people who are able to help these kids? It does take a special kind of person to to want to work and have the ability to work and, and have the understanding of the groups of people that we work with because you have to have a certain empathy, mm-hmm. but you also have to have a passion to be able to help people. Coming from a completely different industry, it really does pull on your heartstrings a lot of the time where some of our people have been and what they've gone through all you want to do is help them and actually the distance that somebody travels from the day that they arrive with us and when they leave is genuinely incredible the work that our teams do you know it could bring a tear to your eye some of the things that, that our people have gone through and actually the support and care that our staff have for all of our clients is incredible you can't necessarily train that 
things come up every single day that you may never have come across before and it's about learning to deal with it and having the right support I think it's ever so important that as a company we support our staff to be able to deal with the challenges of our learners a lot of our staff spend a lot of time with the police you know speaking to the police you know because our young people will only deal with our staff yeah you know actually having to work with them to be able to get that young person back into where they need to be we deal with a lot of difficult clients and actually changing their mindsets is a an incredible thing you know we do a lot of work experience on our courses because almost like a try before you buy for the for the client as well as the employer to make sure actually it's the right fit sometimes it's not and a lot of the time we actually get the learners get offered a job at the end Mm -hmm. which is amazing because these are the people that have never worked before never done anything and certainly never conformed to mainstream employment or or education can we talk about you for a minute because you started there in this organization thinking you'd have a couple of weeks while you get your hands (laughs) sorted out and you're the managing director now. Yes. How the heck did that happen? You went from <laughs> um, a temp to, to nine to years top. of hard work. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, I started in our gateway department on the telephones. And funny enough, shortly after I started, I started brokering apprenticeships because we weren't at the time an apprenticeship provider. Shortly after, I think it was the following year, I got made redundant. And the company lost one of our large contracts that I was working on at the time. And we got made redundant. So... A lot of us have actually been there. You know, we work with our redundancy clients. And yes, you know how there. that yes, feels, don't exactly. you? So I've, I've done it. I've done a complete change of career and also been made redundant. So I think having that understanding of a client group makes a massive difference. Mm-hmm. And I think for me, what I wanted to do was I wanted to go back there. So I then, as part of my redundancy, I qualified as an information advice and guidance advisor. So I got that qualification and then became an advisor at TCHC. Through that, I worked my way up and then looked after the recruitment and became the recruitment manager, then looked after our facilities. I then started to really specialise in working with Job Centre, so working with DWP, really wanting to help people, specialising in the different groups that we help, really. Yeah, worked my way up and worked with our previous managing director who retired last year and really just worked with her for the last four, five years. Did you realise at that point you were managing director in waiting? No, no, I didn't. I didn't, I didn't think in my wildest dreams that, that that could be me. She's a tough act to follow. I, I don't think I quite realised that I was being prepped for that, I mm-hmm. suppose, but really just all, all the hours, all the hard work, and I think most importantly the passion to, to want to help people, really. Yeah, that's what's got you the yes. got you the, the top job. Yes, that absolutely. is quite an amazing story, actually. Yeah, I think in itself, and that's what we always want to let our our clients know. Actually, you know, people being made redundant and having to do career changes, explaining to all of our young clients that it could be them; they could do whatever they wanted to do. Yeah. Having a work experience in doing something that you wouldn't have necessarily thought about can make a massive difference, and I think people need to understand. Just because you're not starting somewhere at the top doesn't mean that you can't get there with hard work and dedication. And you're absolute living proof of Mm. that, of course. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a great and inspiring story (laughs) to tell the people that I think as they come along, actually. That that is amazing. Do you have a a success story that you'll always remember? Do you know what? We have so many. Loads of them. (laughs) We We genuinely have so many stories. Recently, 
one of our young people on our NEETS programme has actually gone through no form of education other than on and off quite sporadic homeschooling since the age of eight and at the age of eight he was told that he was not able to be educated and wasn't I suppose cast aside but it was more a case of schools couldn't deal with him he within minutes would be excluded from a school so then became and that was his, behavioral difficulties yeah was predominantly it? behavioral difficulties mm-hmm. refusing to to learn and refusing to conform I suppose and that's what a lot of young people have. And being disruptive to everybody else. Absolutely. And I think, you know, somebody with a learning difficulty or disability, a lot of people just brand them as naughty children and Mm -hmm. that's the exact opposite of what they are. They just need to be worked with very differently and made sure that they're treated in the same way, but just in their own way. So it is really about making sure that you work with them in, in a different way. And a lot of people that have some form of special educational needs really are so bright it's just you need to be able to work with them to be able to get them there and a lot of the time if you're in a school and there's 30 other children in your class that's very difficult you know it's 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 a tough job being a teacher it -hmm. really is Mm -hmm. and so having people that are being disruptive it is very difficult so this young person was was homeschooled and I use that term fairly loosely because just the same as the teachers a lot of the tutors couldn't cope so it was quite sporadic and he came to us and it was only last week or the week before, I believe, actually gained a maths and English qualification and a customer service qualification. So I believe it was the entry level three in maths and entry level two in English. Mm-hmm. Now actually he's going to be staying on, wants to become a mechanic and is going to be staying on and, and going So he's now got level. a purpose. Absolutely. There's something he's found he really wants to do. Yeah. So had some work experience in that, wants to do that, now wants to do an apprenticeship, but with those levels not quite there to be able to do an apprenticeship so we need to now get him the level up and that's what he's going to do what's the difference between dealing with him today to dealing with him the first day he walked in completely different young person really the beginning was exactly the same as i could imagine would have been at school Mm -hmm. the manager at our center is a very very patient and lovely person and really did try and she wasn't going to give up. She doesn't ever give up. He now wants to learn. He now wants to be doing well. And he now has something to live for. And, and somebody's believed in him. Yeah. And actually now he's going to do it. And I think a lot of people, understandably, gave up. Didn't quite push his yeah. boundaries to make sure, actually, to say, we're not going to give up on you. Mm-hmm. We want you to be able to do well. If this is what you want, we will do everything we can possibly do to get you there. It must be really inspiring doing the job that you do. Yes. I can tell that you're really <laughs> passionate about it. Yes. You must absolutely love it. All of you, from from the manager that you were talking about, who, who's really, really great at her job, all of you must be really interested and inspired by absolutely. what you do. I don't think it's a job you can do lightly, and I don't think it's a job that you can do if you don't care, because the second you show some form of sign that you don't care you lose your clients you would lose them instantly because if you if they think that you're the same as everybody else that's potentially given up on them before you'll lose them so one bad day would be enough to, to wipe out absolutely weeks or months of uh, work absolutely and we have that you know we we're all human at the end of the day we I, I regularly get phone calls from from the tutors or the managers to say oh this this learner's had a really bad day today you know they've they've locked themselves in the bathroom for five hours mm-hmm 
It's about coaching them. It's about mentoring them. It's about supporting them to get them out and to get them back into where they need to be. We we deal with people that you have to deal with them one-to-one at the beginning for the first few weeks, couple of months even, to be able to get them into a group setting. The groups that we work with are never particularly large, predominantly around 15, but it can be small groups of four. It could be two to one it could be anything whatever those learners need we have to do so Mm -hmm. we it's a lot more bespoke delivery that we do that's great I'm I'm sure that what you're doing is saving people from prison um, and saving people from awful lives actually and, and giving them a purpose absolutely and we have to you know you can't judge anybody of what they've done or or what they potentially would do you know we work with a lot of people that potentially have have been in prison or you know were on their way there and Mm -hmm. it's about making sure that they realize that they don't have to reoffend, and and it really is about making sure that they understand the options that they have everybody has a choice and it just depends on which path they choose to go down so just to finish off courtney if anyone is listening and they think actually, I'd benefit from that. My grandchild would benefit from that. My neighbour would benefit from that. Or indeed, if you're an organisation that thinks, hmm, this sounds quite interesting. I'd quite like to speak to this company to you know, become more involved. What should they do? So on our website, we have all of the information and all the contact details and all of the different courses and contracts that we run. And that is www.tchc.net. Or you can just give us a call on 01923 Six nine eight four three zero. It's our mainline head office number in Watford, which is in that department that I first started. And we'll put that information on our website next to Courtney's interview on womenmakingwaves.co.uk. Courtney Grinham, I've really, really enjoyed hearing about your organisation. And good luck for the future. Thank you. And that was Courtney Grinham talking to Linda Ness.